Hi and welcome to episode 10 of the Crazy X Club. This has been a podcast series all about rebuilding yourself and your life following the breakdown of a relationship and it's hosted by me the crazy ex and sharing with you things that worked for me when my own marriage broke down um sort of just over a year ago and that time is um sort of ever getting further and further away so that which is good um can genuinely say the more time passes the more this kind of life feels like a normal life to me so i bring you this podcast series as a symbol of hope um that if you're in those sort of early days particularly i'm hoping that i'm a little beacon of light i'm kind of trying to give you a kind of hug from this podcast i'm putting my arms around you and i'm telling you that it's going to be all right and with episode 10 so this is this is it for season one guys how has it been for you i've enjoyed making these so much um i'm quite proud of them maybe rightly or wrongly i don't know but um, i'm really happy that this is out there this is kind of my first draft at um, some different ways that i'm sort of messing about with this material and how i can use it to sort of help other people this has really given me a kind of clear vision about what I kind of even want to do with my life so um this kind of helping other people in those situations that's something I kind of really want to focus on might do that through the continuation of the podcast might do it in some sort of coaching ways who knows you'll be the first people to know if you stay tuned to this podcast though so episode um, 10 what we're going to do we're going to do a little recap on some of the highlights um and topics and then I've realized that I've kept things a little bit vague from time to time so what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and share again some highlights some main points from that first 12 months that I've experienced going back to being single and going through that kind of breakup and I thought that might be like a little bit different a little bit different to what we're doing because I've been preaching quite a lot um, got a little, a little more candid um, in last week's episode and thought I'd just kind of keep that theme running um, and then I can introduce to you my idea for season two. Um, it's going to be like a teeny tiny break of recordings. Um, I've got quite a lot of stuff going on that I kind of need to sort of focus my time on. I'm still going to be around in the Facebook group so if you haven't already join the Facebook group um, Crazy X Club um look for us on there join that you can still kind of engage with the content you can engage with other people that are going through something similar i i will always be around and quite close by if anybody wants to post comments questions i'm really looking for engagement from kind of online community tell me the stuff that you like tell me the stuff that you didn't quite like where i can kind of improve like i said this is a first draft so this 10 episodes that are out there they're kind of like the first attempt at this that's not to say i'm not open to sort of looking at ways to refine them and things like that i might even revisit and re-record things um as i kind of review things sort of going forward so this is kind of like um this nice moment to pause for me to sort of reflect back as i say i've got a really great idea for season two which i think you're gonna love um but yeah let's let's have a little think back and actually 
if you've kind of joined this podcast at this episode it's almost like you can use it as the cheat sheet and you can kind of have a think about ah that's what those topics are about and you might be able to skip over episodes so you don't have to sort of bother your time uh, with stuff that doesn't quite interest you so really quick roundup because I realize that I do recap quite a lot in these things so we started and I think episode one is possibly one of the most important ones because in those early days where all you perhaps feel is immense overwhelm quite a lot of despair what you need to know is is it's going to be all right in the long grand scheme of things it really is going to be all right won't feel like that um, in that moment but it really is going to be all right once you can kind of grasp that concept and believe in that concept because you've got to believe in that if you can really try to you really need to believe that then start thinking about simple ways that you can build self-care and looking after yourself and think starting to think about even just some basic needs that you have as a human being build that in um, and then we looked at boundaries so the things that you need in your life where you might need to say no if it gets in the way of a boundary that you've set and it's a two-step process that one is thinking about the boundaries that you need or want in your life and then facing a test where you have to apply the boundary now it takes a bit of practice and it's something I'm still sort of getting to grips with. I've spoken many times that I definitely have a people pleaser trait. So this whole um, setting boundaries um, and actually applying boundaries, I'm kind of like a um, a real life example of, I say it like it's easy, but I know how difficult that can be. Um, then you thought about the people that you want to take on your journey with you so this is more around getting your social circles as as good as you want them to be might have also meant letting go of some people that maybe weren't great for you um it's really good time to sort of reflect on opportunity basically around who do you want in your lives it's also about looking to different places where you can get the kind of support that you need sometimes some of the things that you're feeling or you want to talk about maybe you don't want to talk about that to your your nearest and dearest Uh, maybe you want to talk to people that are a little bit removed but they've really got that empathy because they've been through it themselves so you know me guys I'm all about the social media groups the online groups there's also things like meetups and things like that Um, but really have a think about the people who are in your life currently new places you might want want to start meeting other people think about your journey think about the kinds of people that would really help um, for you to to sort of progress in your life so have a little reflection on that then once you've kind of got boundaries and a that idea around the people you want in your lives I think then is a good time to start setting um, some small medium and even some long-term goals so think about the thing what do you want for you basically what do you want from life so when we talk about the the short term we might just be thinking about how do I want my life to run what does that look like what makes me wake up with a smile on my face that sounds really wrong <laughs> like <laughs> um, I might get the giggles a bit I'm kind of um 
you might have noticed this episode not scripted so a few clangers like that might come out but what makes me kind of really want to sort of jump out of bed in the morning because i'm so excited that i've got things sorted that i really want to do uh, and things like that so think about your goals think about some of the bigger goals and when we think about bigger goals it's the really really big stuff so career um is where you're living are you completely happy with that you know do you want to do you want to like i even think big goals uh, one of my big goals i've got is i really want to get a pet um, and i really want to get a dog but my son really wants to get a cat and i am trying to do the best pr thing on dogs and why dogs are amazing pets but it looks like we're gonna have to get a cat um, but that's like one of my goals where there's a few things that have to happen before that and i put that as quite quite a kind of long-term goal because quite a big commitment um to sort of go into that so have a think about your goals thinking about um, kind of what you want to achieve and we also talked about this concept of if we've got a, a great big scary goal we break that down into smaller pieces smaller bits of activity we reduce the risk um, that might bring about fears about going at that thing but breaking down things a bit smaller so they're not quite so scary then when you've kind of got this sort of clear vision and you maybe you're and you're ready to sort of start facing up to your role in things we've talked about maybe doing a bit of a retrospective on your part in the decline of that relationship and even if we feel we were a hundred percent victim we still need to look at how we will behave differently going forward to avoid getting into similar circumstances particularly if we feel that we completely had our hearts broken and we didn't do anything wrong then we need to still look at that because it's quite likely that there's been a boundary not set when it should have been or something a feeling ignored something like that there's always something we could do differently it doesn't necessarily mean we have to admit we were wrong but you need to really work on that now you guys all know I went the therapy route and I will talk, 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 talk until until someone says shush um, how much I embraced therapy. I liked it and I knew it was what I needed and that really helped me kind of draw a line around um, being able to sort of just move on from how that relationship ended where I could have done things differently and just a bit of closure about things that were going round and round in circles in my head um so I got loads from that but you guys know that there's lots of different ways that you can approach this writing therapies there's apps lots of different things you can do if you don't feel like formal talking therapy is for you um, and then by doing that then what you're going to do you're going to hold your head up high um remember what I said stick two fingers up to the world you hold your head up high knowing that you know your part in it and that you've made your peace with it and just start moving forwards and that kind of last thing that I kind of talked about um, in episode nine was this idea that we start moving forward but we're works in progress so no matter how much work we do how much sort of time and effort we put into a goal we're works in progress so life changes we change as we sort of move forward our needs change and sometimes our priorities and our goals will change and that's absolutely fine I sort of shared 
where I was a work in progress was I, I go on about I did all this work and then something came out of the blue where I was like, I haven't worked on that. I focused so much on one area of my personal feelings. I've completely ignored this. So you guys know I'm trying to do a lot of work around inner critic at the minute and basically trying to shut her up a little bit because her voice has got a bit loud lately and I needed to quieten back down because I've got a lot I intend to achieve this year. Um that's kind of that's all these things that I've um, spoken into my phone to sort of share with you guys I've only one of them one thing that I've shared has been useful to then I really am grateful or you know that just really cheers me up um like I said I really love doing this this is something I've wanted to do um and yeah just really hoping that it's that it's helping people out there and there's like at least maybe even been a few giggles um along the way for you guys as well or it's just given you a tiny distraction for half an hour um from things that you might not want to think about at, at that point so that's what i spoke about for nine episodes um i was talking to one of my friends about making this a few weeks ago and i think it was about episode six and he's he was like so basically you've just sat talking for hours and I was like well yes and it's weird isn't it you must have to have a there must be like a slight personality type that's quite comfortable with doing this but I've really enjoyed just sort of sitting here chatting away to to the void almost but um, yeah so that was our that was our nine episodes and I just thought a nice way to sort of round off this season was to basically to just share some almost highlights or low points from that um that 12 months um and yeah so that's what i'm gonna do now so i'll just i'm gonna dive straight in so as you know it's about october 2019 when that decision fell um on my relationship and it was um it was a real strange time for me because i'd never really wanted that relationship to end and probably if I at that point had been given some kind of option involving some sort of couples therapy or professional help I probably still would have taken it but I was also exhausted so I remember feeling really weary by it and I was really really scared guys I cannot tell you how scared I was at the prospect of becoming single again being a single mum and basically taking care of a household on my own was really really so I remember the first initial kind of feeling when I kind of got into that acceptance so I got into acceptance quite quickly because like I said mine was a bit of a slow burner there'd been attempts to break up and call it quits much earlier um and we'd kind of gone round in cycles a few times around we're giving it a go so it was this thing of acceptance for me that it was over honestly came quite quickly because like I said it wasn't a new conversation we were having um I was also exhausted so I was just kind of like this has to be the only way forward because I've got no energy left to to put up any more fight for why we might want to stay together but yeah so acceptance came 
but oh my goodness I was so scared so this idea that I was going to be in charge of a household um, a single mum how that was going to work in terms of getting to work and things like that and weirdly that's one of the things where Covid's been almost a bit of a godsend for me there so I've probably still got a face up to that on a more long-term basis coming up but um yeah really scared and really really convinced that I would just sink 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 further and further and further and just fail and fail and fail and like if you thought my inner critic was bad that's sweet like I don't half catastrophize at times so it was this kind of you're not going to do very well at your job so you probably get fired <laughs> so then you won't have any money and then you won't be able to live in the house anymore and you probably have to go back and live at home with your mum and dad and like it was that bad it was like there is no way you can do this absolutely no way you can do this and I just remember that really absorbing me so I definitely had the pity party definitely that stretched from something between one day to a to a week I would say because remember like we're supposed to time stamp it I think that's almost something I wish I'd done at the time now my pity party was just basically keep things running keep things running I could I got a really young son so I'm trying to make life as normal for him and just literally run things normally until 7 p.m put my son um, in his bed then go into a room and cry that was my pity party um, and I did feel thoroughly sorry for myself and I really had to sort of let that out because I was that person in that frame of mind of I haven't done anything wrong this doesn't seem fair I'm now left on my own I had this real fear that my ex-husband was going to meet somebody really quickly um that feeling of being replaced made me feel quite sick like that really that was a massive thing for me was he's gonna meet somebody um and there i'm gonna get replaced then they're gonna almost have like this perfect setup to sort of be um a better environment for my son because there's gonna be two of them and i'm gonna be on my own and then i won't see my son anymore and again catastrophize completely um and yeah and it it didn't it didn't really um pan that way out and as time's gone on i've my confidence in terms of the bond with my son is so much um greater than it was um so and me and my son were like this brilliant little partnership like we have our moments like sometimes he's like my little brother because like we really irritate each other <laughs> um, in like in more of a sibling kind of way but like yeah he's uh, he's like my best he's my bestest pal uh, and we are like I do think we are like this great little team um he's been home with me recently um, um while I've been working and stuff and it's so different to last year and we've we've muddled through a bit but we're doing okay so bless him so I did I had like this this real fear was I don't want to lose time with my son 
as much as possible and I re- and that was something I really had to work through and that was a big thing that came up in therapy was this idea about being replaced and um, one of the things I had to put to bed um, so I did have that pity party and I did start to really feel sorry for myself and then it's it's really weird just this voice will just start creeping in just like you gotta you gotta fight you gotta come out of this fighting and I don't mean in respect to fighting with my ex-husband I just mean my inner coach was like you're more than sitting here feeling sorry for yourself so one of the things I don't know if I've mentioned it I think I may mention this like episode one or two so about a week before I my marriage ended I got offered a new job um and so literally (laughs) this I got offered a new job a week later my marriage ended and I think it like ended like a few days it must have been like a week before because what I remember is is I was working from home so I asked to work from home made um, manager aware of what was going on and I remember getting phone calls to talk about what like the like the T's, T's and C's and things like that it was an internal kind of um, secondment and things like that so I remember like bosses bosses giving me a call to talk through what the job was going to be and things like that and literally I am not joking a bit similar to put my son and go to bed I would literally keep it together for 30 minutes to talk through things and I would hang the phone up and burst into tears it was that was so many tears I cried in that first week two weeks unbelievable um but I'm pleased for them because I see that as a purge that is me getting my emotion out and it was just this thing of I'd wanted this job for so long that I think that was just that side of me going you are going to make the most of this opportunity and actually throwing yourself into something like work is probably the best use of your time right now because you've got this idea that you're going to keep the show on the road for your baby boy um, and you can do that and you've kind of been doing that anyway so you know that you can do that bit so let's throw yourself into work and that will be a better focus than sitting on a couch feeling sorry for yourself so I remember it was still difficult and I remember when I first started again I would go into the office I would pretty much keep keep my calm keep keep my composure but there were times where I'd go go to the toilet to just have a bit of a sob um have a bit of a cry then I'd go back to my desk like nothing had happened and I didn't tell my new team what was going on because I just wanted it I didn't want to be judged in terms of the fact that oh bless her a marriage is breaking down so we'll go easy on it I just wanted them to judge me on who I was um and I did like open up to people um a few weeks in um into the role and things like that but pretty much never told never really spoke openly to that team mainly because i couldn't say the sentence um i was really scared of saying the sentence so my other cringe confession to you is um 
because of this thing where I literally couldn't say the sentence without um, it making me cry, I put it on Facebook that my marriage was ending. But I promise, guys, I didn't do it from a UAK hun perspective. I remember, and it comes up in my memories, and it was just like, oh, God, don't want to look at this. But it was just basically, a, I can't have this conversation over and over again. So I'm putting it where most of you are going to see it. You can talk to each other about it. And it was just basically, I just, I can't talk about it because I don't want to talk about it right now. And I don't want to bump into people. And, you know, people just seem to be going, oh, how's it been today? You have to go, well, actually, um, I just wasn't up for that. So I was just like, stick it out there. That's me being efficient. <laughs> but I do cringe. I was just like, oh, God, did I really do that? But you do what you do in the moment, right? Um, so I'd call that one of my sort of lower part points. But I do just remember there is this voice in all of you guys that will kind of go, you're better than this just get up and start to have faith in yourself and like I said this kind of idea around um what do I want what do I want from life right now I am not going to fade away and sink down I'm going to put everything into this job so at least if everything else is going to crap at least I'll still have my job, my career, and I know I can still do this this thing called mumming. And that's 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 two things that I can focus on rather than focusing on what's going on with the marriage. You know, and there's like a lot of sort of things happen, particularly when you have to stay living together and you've like decided that you're gonna split up and it's really difficult and it's horrible and I don't recommend it to anybody and I'm sure my ex-husband would agree that he would not recommend it to anybody either and we ended up having to live together for about six months which is small change I think compared to what some other people do and if you manage to live together for longer than that then I you deserve all the all the money and jewels that could possibly be offered you because six months felt like a lifetime and I know I say that freely because I know that was felt on both sides um so that's kind of like the the real kind of decision drop in early days lots of emotion purged out a lot of feelings through my tears um and I don't regret that they would have come out at some point anyway so really happy about that then when that news was public I was really fortunate like my bestest friend in the world she reached out to me and we started having like really open chats she was just was like she'd got quite a lot going on in her life at the, at the time so I was trying not to I was trying to be a good friend and not really bother with things because it feels like the other thing is you don't you do worry that if you do try manage to sort of figure things out that you've become that person goes oh we're breaking up oh we're back together we're breaking up and this time we really are no we're back together and it was that thing of didn't really want to bother anybody with it until it was like a proper final decision so this kind of like building up my people she was really good to me really came forward for me um in those dark days so I'll always be appreciative of that but then also facebook groups are also my savior private facebook groups around this particular subject area getting divorced that kind of thing um 
I really, really appreciated those groups in the early days as well. Just safe space to kind of say, I'm really struggling or I'm really scared. I don't really know what I'm going to do. And then also kind of finding my single mum tribe because sometimes all you want to hear is, oh, that was me. You're me 12 months ago. I love my life now. And I've become that person. I think I told you guys in the in the kind of finding your people episode that is the person I've become because that's why I'm making this podcast because I want to tell anybody that is in the early days I was you I thought my life was over and my life has really was just beginning and it sounds cliched and people say stuff like that all the time but it's so true I'll tell you the other thing that I've learned particularly since my ex moved out is it is a lot less lonely living on your own albeit my my little boy lives with me but you know what I mean um it is a lot less lonely living on your own than it is living with somebody that doesn't want to be with you anymore it's so much better um the independence the um the ability to just kind of do whatever you want with your evening embrace that it's not all about having to have somebody with you all the time um obviously that would be something I would want to maybe try and go after in the future but right now I remember too well how lonely I used to feel still in a marriage so even before the decision was made to split up but being a marriage and know at the bottom of your heart that that person doesn't love you anymore and at times doesn't even like you that much anymore that's a lonelier place than living on your own I promise you so I thought I'd give you a little bit of gold (laughs) for for like some real kind of um I don't know if I call it it's a kind of a high point and a low point all mixed into one so um the thing I'm going to share with you and it really makes me laugh I'm going to share this with you when I had the idea to do this podcast originally it was supposed to be almost like I'm the crazy ex but nobody knows who I am and it's all dead secretive and even if I'd kept it that way um, it would be so easy for anybody listening to work out it's me because I have probably mentioned all of the things that make me up as a person so I've mentioned Paul I've mentioned the film Labyrinth um, and I'm about to mention um, the broadcaster Ian Lee. So if you know me, that's kind of like ding, 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 ding. It's her. We know who this is. But um, I am a massive fan of Ian Lee in particular. That I loved him on the 11 o'clock show, but um, I listened to his um, at one point radio show, now become a Twitch um show tune into it it's called the late night alternative it's amazing and actually in these covid times it's a bit of a lifesaver because i don't want to watch tv i don't i try not to access the news unless it's the really big announcement but the late night alternative is exactly what it sounds like they just chat about what they what what they're feeling on the night um they take calls so you can literally call in but their remit and this was what it was on the radio was they didn't really do topics so they wouldn't kind of open the show 
um, and say something controversial to just get people to call in it's literally alternative because it's just like just talk to us what's on your mind tonight what do you want to chat through and honestly guys it's one of the warmest um funniest shows that you could possibly engage with um i try constantly to sway people over um to it because it's just such a lovely space to sort of put your headphones on and just sort of listen to them um and now watch them that's like the 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 added thing that you get with them being on twitch now so anyway i'm a massive fan massive massive fan i really rediscovered them properly um when i was on maternity leave um they really helped me out this is like the thing they really helped me out of postnatal depression but just because just from listening to their show and i used to listen to it um after my when my son was a proper baby um and he was always like really good sleeper and i just used to put the show on um and it really used to calm me down after a day and just help me go to sleep um and it's that it's that kind of sort of feeling um so yes i they've been a part what i'm trying to get out there is they have been a part of my kind of nighttime kind of engagement for a long long time um, and were definitely part of my comfort blanket when my marriage broke down. So um, I had the night where I really, really realised, not just that it was over, but that my ex-husband was probably, was in that moving on space. And I did not know what to do. Um, it just, there's that thing of when your worst fear is realised, almost like freeze and I had late night alternative on as I I did every night and I was just sat in my room thinking what on earth am I going to do I don't was my um, ex-husband was out when I kind of had this realization and I just didn't know what to do and as I was like sat there thinking what on earth am I going to do in Lee's voice in my headphones went you can come and talk to us right now and just talk to us about anything you want to talk about and then gave the phone number and I had my phone in my hand because I used to listen on my phone and put the phone in rang it and the other thing about the show is they don't really they didn't really screen the calls so literally you'd give your name so I gave my name and and it was literally like, we'll call you straight back. They did call me straight back. And before I knew it, they were saying, right, he's on air. Um, you're now you're now in a queue of callers. And I think they can go out to, I think they have several callers lined up. He says your name. And then you're live on air chatting to them. And then before I knew it, he said, hi, Emma, how are you? How are we going to talk about tonight? And I remember um, he said something along the lines of, are you okay? And I just sort of went, no. And I remember feeling really bad because they'd had this upbeat conversation and it was something about cats, I think. And he was just like, I just thought, probably thought, yay, well, you know, let's keep this going. How, how are you? I was like, oh, I'm not too good actually. And he went, oh. And then I kind of went, I don't know why I'm calling you. I think my marriage is over. And he laughed. 
and, and I remember being and I remember nervously laughing about it. I remember thinking this was not how this was supposed to go uh, when he went he said I'm not laughing because your marriage is over I'm laughing because you've rung up and said you don't know why you're calling and then you've made the announcement your marriage is over he went that's why you're calling um, and I won't go into like all the details of the call or only that I I have um, I have rung the Twitch show to say this anyway, but I am so grateful to Ian and to Catherine who co-host that show. Um, that was one of the darkest moments of my life and that counsel that you were able to give me really, really helped me. And I'll tell you the most useful thing um, that was said to me on that call, which just really made me go, yeah, you're right that is how it is um is he said listen um the thing about relationships um, and breakups is there's always one person in that decision that comes off slightly worse than the other person and he went and i'm really sorry but it sounds like on this occasion that's you and he didn't say that in a kind of enjoy your put like to sort of say you all bless you he just said it as such a straight fact and it really hit home I thought yeah it is and it then became such a straight fact I was like I can't do anything about that but I can do about how I move forward and maybe that was when this sort of inner coach voice sort of started going so what the hell are you going to do now let's get on with things you've kind of hit this point you've almost <laughs> this is what i mean about it, it's a high point and a low point is like you've met one of your goals you've wanted to ring this radio show for about five years uh, you've finally done it but you've done it about one of the most depressing events in your life um so yeah i that was like a massive turning point for me and i remember it made the podcast the next day um and i kind of listened back to it and heard this real sad sorrowful voice which was mine um cried and then thought i never want to hear that again and then literally got on with my life and that's probably where i formulated this idea around i'm better than this yeah it is me that's coming out of this harder but it doesn't have to be that way and i can i can start moving forward myself so there you go that's my little claim to fame guys is i was once on the late night alternative um the podcast episode was out there it got taken down um at one point so i don't think you'd find it anymore boohoo but it was definitely out there at one point um and yeah and i got to ring the twitch show um up a few weeks ago and i did sort of say thank you um and um the other thing that sort of amazed me was there was a couple of people in the chat who said they remembered the call and i was just like oh my gosh um so there we go um so then i kind of thought about oh maybe (laughs) maybe one of the things to do i think this whole idea of he's moving on so then i was like well i should (laughs) and sort of gave online dating a go and I'm not really going to get into details on this other than I should not have gone anywhere near it it was um not my biggest success um and what it really made me realize was I hadn't got 
my boundaries in place that I needed. I hadn't got what I felt comfortable with in terms of dating. Um, and I was really struggling to still apply boundaries so I could just feel myself going into people pleaser, going along with stuff because it was making the other person happy and just not being truthful and honest about what I wanted either. And that was when I was like, I need to not be doing this anymore. I need to retreat. So away <laughs> with all the with the dating apps and things like that. That went. Um, and I'm sorry that to not put more details about this. People are like, oh, I would love to know. But um, it's not something I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't gone back into that world, if I'm completely honest. I wasn't ready. It was too soon. So I think that would also be my advice is what I've really got from working on myself is I'll tell you something the amount of little anxiety I get now because I'm focusing on me and making sure my son's okay my head is the best it's been in years Um, so I just need to not be in that space because until I've really figured myself out there's just no way that I want to even attempt anything long term or serious anyway um and as you'll know from if you listen to the episode nine i've still got quite a lot going on in my head about i don't even like myself that much so i need to really like develop there a little bit so uh, (laughs) there was this this thing where i was like yeah maybe but i'll tell you what was good was it again yes if i reflect on it probably not the right thing to do in terms of trying to find something long term and actually thinking I could find something long term that quickly that's just not what you do but it was good for building up a little bit of confidence it was good for getting used to that idea of I am single again here's the craziest thing um guys someone like write to me about this about well how this works how is it whenever I would get asked on a date I would feel guilty what's that about (laughs) like why that's so weird and I almost had this feeling that I was cheating still very weird um and yeah so I'm I'm definitely out of that game um for the foreseeable future um and that's what I would advise and this is why I'm really big on the whole focus on yourself focus on what you want to do and definitely make sure you are absolutely in love with yourself and you like who you are and it's that hold your head up high um so that you don't automatically crumble to i'm not enough you are enough you're amazing you just need to believe it i don't know who i'm saying that to whether i'm saying that to you or me right now but maybe a bit of both um so that kind of that decision fell again um around around um, October November last year was that I just I just need to be by myself I need to not be out there um being a pain (laughs) in other people's lives so so that was there then I kind of really got into this whole creative project so I think that was one of the first things I did right I'm gonna focus on me so what do I want to do well I've been talking about doing a creative project so I got to making this podcast um and yeah and just sort of writing things down thinking about the 
the steps that sort of worked for me and just started making it um and it's the best thing i've ever done um i've i really think i'm onto something guys i really have enjoyed doing it like i said it's been my first draft so i'm still sort of working on it because i'm a work in progress as we all are so i'm still sort of gonna have to reflect back look at the things that don't quite work look at like things i want to tweak stuff like that but that is basically the the key points of my 12 months and obviously covid hit which added in these these extra interesting elements but for me there's been a lot around the world of the world as it exists with covid that's actually been really helpful to me so things like events having to go online that's been awesome for me because single mama who has got childcare if she needs it but i don't have like a free pass or anything like that to have an online events that can sort of kick off a, that tend to kick off like when my son's gone to bed amazing because <laughs> i've got drinking buddies i've found like um, a, an interest like a music interest group that, that we kind of like had a few um cool nights and stuff like that that's been that's been really good for me um so i'm finding my way in the world and um, i don't i don't really know like what's happening in the in the future because none of us do right now but i have really i've really enjoyed this i know i've made the right decision to pursue this so that is my story or the bits of my story that I kind of wanted to share with you guys but I just wondered would any of you like to share yours because that's my idea for season two that's where I want to go so season two is over to you basically and this podcast is going to evolve and become an interviews podcast because i want to talk to as many crazy exes as i possibly can so what i'm looking for are stories like mine so it's about times you really got over breakups that you thought oh my goodness this is this is the absolute worst thing that's ever going to happen to me what you did to pick yourself back up um, and really kind of want to now have dialogues extra voices i reckon you're all so fed up of listening to me rumble 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 on um, so that's season two if you're interested in sharing your story find me on facebook find the group it's quite easy to work out who i am once you're in the group drop me a message i've also got a facebook page so you can engage with that page as well come and talk to me if you want to be one of the people i speak to for season two and we'll have around 10 episodes Um, and i'd love a variety of stories as many as possible that i can kind of grab and depending on how long people want to be on we might even do a couple of stories an episode but that's where we're going we're going human interest um and we're going into i'm going to talk to other people um that's about as much as i know um and i'm kind of going to draw this to a close but i'm just sort of going to say none of us really know what's going to happen but the one thing if you listen to anything that you know that we all know is it's going to be all right take care my crazy exes i shall speak to you soon bye bye